Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the 19096 Podcast. I am John. He is Rick. Say hi, Rick. Good evening, Jonathan. Oh, very official. We are a super narrow niche podcast about our Philadelphia Eagles, where we talk about Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles, and Philadelphia Eagles, and some other stuff here and there. Never played a down of uh, pro football, college football. Uh, we both played a little bit of high school football. Well, Rick more than me. And that's about it. We're just two fans of our Philadelphia Eagles. Rick, it's been a week. How are things? Fill me in. Things are well. Broadcasting live from the great Philadelphia. Yes, I am coming city to you. Li- of brotherly love. Yeah, I'm coming to you live from uh, the city of Napa, California which actually coincidentally is uh, close to the hometown, or I guess the birth town, hometown, of one Dick Vermeil. Um, and and so. close by Vermeil Wines. Yes, very close to Vermeil Wines, I am. <laughs> a, wa- a, a walk, if you will. Uh, my, one of my sons asked me, who's this guy Dick Vermeil? Oh, boy. I was like, oh, jeez. Our, our misguided youth. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to educate him. That's that's good. Well, hopefully he uh, he learned. Hopefully he learned to use the internet at least. That's a case where it's like you know what, just Google it. Yeah. Well, it's also I kind of felt like our father when he talks about Paul Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah, so I'm well, and I am ready to talk. I got a bevy of things <laughs> to talk about, John. Lots oh. of odds and ends. We know it's still preseason. Yeah. Um, so we're going to kind of be jumping all over the place because we really don't have a game to review. We do have a game to preview, but really, do you really want to preview the first preseason game, which will probably consist of the starters playing the one or two series? So I was. So the, here's the first question that popped in my head. Could you think, what if, if you had to put your mind to it, what could be a more meaningless game than preseason game one versus the Jets. And I tried to think of like a situation like, God, if you're really testing my commitment, that's um, probably that's probably it. The the Pro Bowl? Yes. Oh, good one. Didn't shh. Yeah. No, that's a good one. Um, yeah, no, I, I hear you. It's 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 kind of like you know, you get all charged up because it's like, oh, we get to watch football again and then like Ten minutes into it, it's like, oh yeah, this is the game where the Eagles, you know, where they don't even play the first quarter, if yeah. anything at all. Yep. So, um, so yeah, you get all revved up, and then, you know, yeah, this, so this is, we, yeah. we find other things to fill the time with. Well, and this is where announcers really earn their money. Is they? Oh my god, <laughs> you got to fill, fill, fill for like two hours after the not first. A, not like, only hour. that, but you. You have to pronounce guys' names that will probably be cut within the next forty yeah, right. hours. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got a lot. I, I actually, and don't mean to jump around here, John, but I asked. Uh, I watched Hard Knocks last night because they are following the Detroit Lions. Our first game. Yeah, no, that's a uh, that's a good call. Doing some scouting, John. Yeah, and. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. The Detroit Lions are like hitting, hitting, hitting in practice, hitting it all the time. Yep. And the Eagles really aren't. 
So, who do you think is going to be better prepared for the season? Uh, that's a good question. I'd have to, you know, take a look at, you know what? Well, I think we'll know, what, probably the Tuesday uh, before the game when they start releasing um, injury reports. Right. Um, you know, speaking of uh, which, the, uh, the Jets just lost a very key player for the season. Uh, oh, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure that moves the line for the game this Friday. Uh, yeah, sure, I'm sure it does. <laughs> Like he was going to see the light of day anyway for, for right. the game. Uh, I don't know. That's you know. I think that's a a huge source of debate on the Twitter machine. Um, I would like to think uh, it would be your Philadelphia Eagles, but I could certainly see uh, some folks saying like, "Hey, if they're not hitting, then and their first real full contact is two days before the game, then." But then again, they're pros, right? These are professional football players, right? Right, so, I, I I watched the hard knocks. And I came away from that like, oh geez, we better be prepared. Um, and I realized brand new coach, brand new coaching staff, right? Playing against Deuce Staley, right, former yep. Eagle. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was like, oh geez, like I I think a lot of people were just kind of like chalking that one up for a win. But um, you know, I was kind of gave me second thoughts. So. Mm. Yeah, I'd be I, it definitely. Uh, this goes back to what we talked about last week. What what game scares you the most? And my uh, my second place uh, when you asked that question was game one versus the Detroit Lions. Right. Exactly. So exactly. So that should be uh, should be interesting to see. You know what wins out. You know hitting a lot in. Uh, there's no doubt if you just look at the game, right? The Eagles would be the favorites, but sure. yep. it's uh, at Detroit. You know, it's that whole thing of hitting a lot in practice or not hitting a lot of practice. Like, I think we'll see in that game which one is uh, better. Yeah, better prepares you for the first game. Yeah, I mean, I, I the uh, your lines don't they don't strike me as a dynamic team. So, I mean, they, it's not like they can fall far behind or score a lot of points quickly, right? Um, but I think uh, our Philadelphia Eagles actually probably could have a quick strike offense. So if they are kind of slow out of the gates, I don't think I would get too concerned, you know, uh, too quickly. But, you know, if they're not showing some uh, gumption by the third quarter, then I would start getting a little worried. Right, right. I hear you. It's also that whole thing of, hey, new coaching staff, right, and a coaching staff that's been around. For yep. So those, I think, are like the two uh, big themes uh, going into that game. But we still have a couple weeks to uh, prognosticate. Yes. So. Yep. Um. But yeah, I, I you know, let's see. They, they actually play what Friday, right? Friday, four thirty uh, Pacific, seven thirty Eastern, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Friday night football. So that should be. Uh, very exciting. Hopefully, we get it out here. I don't even know if we get it out here, or if I yeah. got to fork over a hundred bucks to the NFL to to watch it. Online. No, I think it's um, it's one of those things where the local the uh, the team oh, it's the local owns affiliate the race to it, got right? It. Yeah. So you can watch it locally, but I don't think it's monthly broadcast. Did you hear that? Yeah. What was that? Okay. I have it. I, 
thought I'd sneak it in there. Uh, um, Colin has some new features that we have not been taking uh, taking advantage of. Were you were you applauding my answer there? I, I, I sure was. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Yes, I I did not know that that was a new feature. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to be broadcast locally. But then I think uh, do you get NFL Network because I think they'll probably replay that during the week. Yeah, I, uh, we have NFL Network out here. So well, I mean out here uh, on. On our uh, subscription services, so um, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so yeah. I'll do. A, we'll do a full film game film review. Break down all the X's and O's. Get into the the numbers behind the numbers. Live team coverage all next week on the showdown at the. Uh, I we'll guess it, yeah, we'll wherever we'll wherever see. they're playing. I think they're at Jets. No, they're at, they're at the link. Yes. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see, you know, we'll have a uh, in-depth look at who's winning the battle for the fourth string safety. Yes, uh, that's uh, edge of my seat. Exactly. Although that being said, all jokes aside, I'm very curious to see who will be the fifth wide receiver for our Philadelphia Eagles going into a week one. That seems to be a uh, starting to be a bit of an exciting topic these days. There's a yes. lot of contenders. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I saw a headline uh, that Jalen, our friend Jalen Raper, that we like to talk about so much, yeah. he says it's quite humbling to go from first round pick to fighting for a spot on the team. Yeah, I bet it is. Um, yeah, two, I mean, two short years. Exactly. I mean, they right now have what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Wide receivers in camp. Yeah. Uh, so AJ Ward, Greg Ward, uh, AJ Ward, AJ Brown, AJ Brown. I'm sorry, I apologize. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, I was looking at Greg Ward, uh, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, uh, Quez Watkins, and then there's then it starts getting a little uh, interesting. There's like nine people, nine guys yeah. for uh, three spots. You have Zach Pascal, who is who, kind of he, like, he, he's going to make it. He's he's a uh, Sirianni favorite. So I mean, yeah, Sirianni boy. Yeah, um, Devin Allen is the guy that they drafted, the speedster out of Oregon. He will probably go on the uh, practice squad. Yep. Are we talking about practice? Practice? Are we talking about practice? Um, and then yeah, there's some guys on here. Dion Kane. Gone. Britton Covey. That's the dude who's uh, lighting everyone's uh, Twitterverse right now because he got first team reps. I didn't see him because we can't see any of the uh, practice. You can see some of it from what uh, uh, Zangaro and Elliot Shore Parks tweets out, but that's about all you can see. Right. Uh, so he's making noise. And then, um, yeah, then you got your Greg Ward and. Uh, yeah, you're Jalen Rager, and I think that's it. You have uh, John Hightower. He's oh, been, yeah, that's right, yeah. That guy's been on and off the practice squad about 20 times. Yep, yep. Um, Eric Wheatfall, rookie Gone. from Fresno State. Gone. Um, Lance Lenore. Looks like he played for the Bills. Hitting so, dummy. Yeah, th- there's, I mean, you know, we talk about those top three or four guys 
And then there's about nine, eight or nine guys battling for that last spot. Or probably really like seven, because there'll probably be one or two. They're definitely, no matter what they do, they'll go on the practice squad. Yep. Yep. So, um, but yeah, it should be interesting to see, because I'm sure that those guys will get a bunch of reps in the yep. game fighter. Yeah, I think I'll be that's that's actually the the one guy who I'll be well, one guy who will actually play in the preseason who I'd be interested in seeing is that Britt Covey dude. Right. Um right. And, you know, see uh, see what kind of noise he can make since he's getting everyone excited. Um another one is JJ Arcega Whiteside, right? I'm yeah. Interested to see how he uh plays it played in. Yeah, you know, I'm not holding my breath. You know, I think he just needs to, uh, uh, you know, I think he's kind of done. Yeah. Um, John, let me ask you another question. Yeah, fire away. What do you think of Jason Kelsey having surgery on his elbow? I'm concerned. (laughs) Like, shouldn't we be taking care of that in the offseason? Yeah. And I love how everyone soft pedals it as, quote, routine clean out. Right. Uh, if right. you're cutting open the dude's elbow and scraping shit off the bone, there is nothing routine about that. Well, and also it's kind of it's kind of bewildering. If it was routine, why don't we take care of it like in April? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do that every April. Just make a little slick get in there with a little something or other. Clean it out. Done. Get like, in there with a broom. <clears throat> yeah. It's like changing your oil. You don't. They don't change the oil. You know, mid Indy Five Hundred. Yeah, do that a week or so before that. You know, right. Come on now. Right, right. You don't, you don't, uh, yeah, you don't, you don't, in the Indy 500, you don't change that, like, you know, yeah. in the practice lap. Now, they do change tires during the Indy 500. That makes sense, you know, yeah. tire wear, so. Um, I did get my oil changed this week, by the yeah. way. But not my tires. Brakes, new brakes, John. Oh, so did you, did you go synthetic? Synthetic oil? Yeah. Or synthetic brakes? Synthetic, synthetic oil. <laughs> yeah, I whatever the guy told me. I am not a car guy, so no. or, no. or a truck guy because I have a truck. Well, you're a truck guy because you have a truck, right? So, um, so yeah, Cam Jurgens is going to slide over and play center. Um, I'm all right with that. Get get that guy some, you know, get him in there, uh, you know, get him some reps, learn the position, gives him, you know tape for Kelsey to look at and pick apart and, you know, be the teacher. And, you know, that's, that's what, that's what Cam Jurgens should be doing. The the other two centers in camp are Cameron Tom and Jack Anderson. Just to let you know that. No, I know. Uh, I don't think I've ever even heard of uh, the Jack Anderson. Yeah. He's a uh, second year out of Texas tech. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 76 in your program. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So that's um. Uh, what else? What else, John? Do you got some questions for me this week? Because I got uh, questions for you. I I got a. Why don't you, you know, go ahead first? And I, I got a few uh you know topics to cover, but let's 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 hammer through yours first. Fire away. All right. Uh, now these are kind of going to be all over the place, John. But um, it's exciting. First of all, who? Is the tallest running back on the roster? Without looking at the roster, uh, I'm not looking at a roster right now. Even though I have one at my desk right now, I would say 
from everything that I can remember and I can see in my head, I would have to say Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is 5'11", and Kennedy Brooks, who's a rookie out of Oklahoma, is 5'11". Hmm. I just kind of thought that Miles Sanders was taller than 5'11". Uh, Boston Scott's 5'6", and Jason Huntley and Kenneth Gainwell are 5'9". I guess I just kind of lost, I, like I knew Boston Scott was short, Yep. but I, it never really kind of struck me. I never really kind of thought of it that um, everyone's under six foot. Yep. That must be a Howie thing, right? It must be. Here's one for you, so I'll, I'll return favor. Who's the tallest receiver that the Eagles have? Uh, A.J. Brown? Uh, yes. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, it is. A.J. Brown at 6'1". Quez comes in at comes in at six foot. Oh, I uh, have, uh, Zach Pascal at six two and John Hightower at six. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah there is Zach Pascal six two two fifteen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So last week we talked about what game scares you the most. Um. Let's uh, turn that around. And oh, what scares me the least? What scares you the least? Which what game can the Eagles just show up to and walk through? Uh, I would have to say it would be at home versus the Giants. Uh, their third to last game. Yeah. Did you see? Uh, I didn't want to. Um, oh yeah, uh, the Daniel Jones uh, <laughs> highlights. Uh, no, not that. Um, I did not want to text our friend, the Giants fan. Oh, oh Evan, the Giants fan, like, hey, your team sucks. Uh, well, not that, that their first-round pick towards Achilles is going to be out for the year. Well, he had oh, – so was it Evan Neal or was it the defensive end kid from uh, Oregon? Which one? Oh, jeez. Uh, I think it's Evan Neal, I think. Uh, yeah, he was uh, – supposedly he was struggling, too, in uh, Neal Camps. Um. Oh. I was I was uh, looking at uh, what do they call it? Big Blue Nation, whatever, something like that. dot com or um, on SB Nation and getting a feel for you know how our New York Football Giants are looking. But uh, yeah, he was he was all reports were not good on him. Yeah, Evan Neal. Uh, I yeah, I, I'm going to introduce a new. Uh, which one I'll call it, uh, a new segment to our um, podcast here, John. This is going to be called Fill in the Blank. Let's see if you can. Oh, boy, uh, I like it. This is very like fun. This? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And this is going to be somewhat Eagles-related, but it's going to kind of be all over the place. Commander's QB Carson Wentz struggling with blank in camp. Everything? <laughs> 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 is that a is that a fair answer? Yeah, just about. Just yeah, about, just about. Um, no, it's actually the uh, word is accuracy. Oh, oh boy, <laughs> which could basically lead to everything. Yeah, I like uh, I like uh, you know some of these um, um, headlines that the the Philadelphia writers write about Carson Wentz. Sounds like Wentz's training camp has been pretty ugly. <laughs> Commanders, Car- Commanders Carson Wentz ripped for shaky accuracy. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of highlights running around. I was like, whoa, what's that? Yeah, what's going on there? 
Which I, I gotta say it goes back to you know my my hope for this year, and I think there's a decent chance of this happening. The uh, the Eagles kind of you know running roughshod over uh, the NFC East. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Um, yeah. There's even one uh, where a coach says, uh, or no, uh, I'm sorry, a reporter says. Uh, Carson Wentz's accuracy worse than I thought. Oh boy! <laughs> so um, we continue to pile on uh, Carson Wentz. Um, all right, so that's uh, that's one. You, you like this so far, John? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for the uh, for the record, for those uh, just for clarity, it's uh, Marcus McKethan suffers season-ending knee injury. The rookie offensive lineman for the Giants. Or his ACL. Oh. Knee or ACL? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Tor- uh, Achilles or ACL? Torn tor- ACL. Torn ACL. Okay. Was it someone else then? Did the, I, I thought it was Achilles, but I, I don't know. Let's, uh, go ahead, let's go ahead and do the next one, and we'll kind of you know, do some crack. Re- we'll have our crack research team look this up while we're you know, getting through the next uh, fill the uh, blank. Crack research? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, blank, and this is insert name makes. Uh, wait, I have that right here. Hang on. Right there, Ricky. Yeah, can you hear me? All right. Yes, I can, John. Okay, all right. I'm. I got to switch off the headphones because my uh, battery was a little low. So. My uh, my uh, production assistant forgot to charge my equipment today. And who would that be? AKA me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Henry. Henry forgot to change charge my uh, equipment today. Um, here, uh, okay. Insert name makes guys like Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave look like undersized linemen. Uh, Jordan Davis. Yep, you are correct. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. Applause, ding. applause, applause. Yeah. Oh, wait, where is it? Hold on. Stand by, everyone. Thank you, thank you very much. You're, you're too kind. You're, yes. No, yes, good job. You're, good job. You're too kind. Thank you. Uh, no, no speech needed uh, yet. Um, blank, once again, person's name has almost exclusively faced off against Lane Johnson in one-on-ones, and Johnson has largely dominated those matchups. Uh, that would have to be Hassan Reddick. Oh, John, you're two for two. Got to make these a little bit harder. Uh, no, please. Please, please, please. Come on, this is too much. I, you know, I'm an Eagles fan, so I should know this. Thank you. Thank you. All right, moving on. Next one. All right. Um, Although Hassan Reddick's known to be, you know, a little undersized, right? I mean, right. So, and he's also, let's face it, he's going up against the first, second, third best left tackle in the NFL. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, uh, anybody, you know, basically almost everybody going up against um, Lane Johnson is going to be humbled, right? Yeah. Uh, that Lane Johnson is, I you know a, a moment uh, a quick moment of um, bold predictions. He should be going to the Hall of Fame when it's all said and done. 
Sorry. Right. Just, just throwing it out there. And but back to our. All right. And one day Henry will ask you, "Who's this Lane Johnson guy?" Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, Henry, please. Okay. Uh, once again, blank name wants to finish his NFL career with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I hope it's AJ Brown. No. You are incorrect. Right position. Uh, Devontae Smith. Nope. Zach Pascal. <laughs> no. You you do not get the applause on this one. No, I don't. Uh, the uh, the next one in my brain doesn't want it uh, doesn't want it to be the case because I don't want him to finish his career as a Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> I think that's who you. I think you're thinking about the right person. That, and that that's. I, I appreciate the sentiment, Mr. Rager, but uh, <laughs> with all due respect, you know, and they always say, when someone says that, it's not a good thing coming, there's the door. It's not your fault. Well, when I read that, I was like, well, geez, this training camp might be his last time yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was, um, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, it's, I'm sure what has happened is, Howie has told Jalen, listen, we're putting you out there for trade, but as far as the, the world knows outside of this office, you are a Philadelphia Eagle now until eternity because if anything if anything else leaks, then it's like the, what they're going to get for him is just going to go into the tank. I mean, as soon as they know, it's, it's just like trade fodder. The best right. way to get the most is pretend you want to be here, pretend you're going to be here, Make it make it look like you're prying this player from their cold, dead hand sort of thing. I think he's just somebody else you throw into a trade. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you're actually going to get for him anymore, but, you know, you just hope someone in the desperation moment um, really needs to watch uh, the fever. Right, right. No, I meant like, okay, you're trading player A for tra- player B. Okay, we'll throw in Jalen Rager also. Yeah, yeah. Right, and maybe so that, how we can how we can say I traded them, I didn't cut them. Yeah, that pick goes from being that you're trading for goes from being a sixth to a fifth. It's like okay, great. Okay, so. um, John, here, uh, here's the next one. The Philadelphia Eagles are ranked as the blank most valuable NFL team. The most. It's, a, it's a number. It's a ranking, right? Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, seven. Huh? Close. Close. Really? Nine. 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 Yeah. Oh. Nine. The ones, uh, and they're they're at four point seven billion dollars. Good job, Mr. Lurie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ahead of them are the Cowboys, the Rams, the Patriots, the, the Giants, the Niners, the Bears, the Jets, and the Commanders. The Commanders? <laughs> well, they have that great stadium down there, FedEx Field. Holy Toledo. Um, the Bengals are last. Uh, two, $2.8 billion. That, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, so those are kind of the, some of the fill-in-the-blanks uh, I had for you this week, John. So speaking of uh, ranks, I uh, saw an interesting... Uh, poll that occurred over the past couple of weeks, ranking the um, 12 most annoying fan bases. <laughs> uh, 
And the Eagles have to be one or two. I was going to say, can you guess uh, where the Eagles came in? I would say I would say two. Uh, you're wrong. What? We are we are number one. Uh, <laughs> who's this? Who's this? Who's this, this pull by the uh, Dallas Cowboys? Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, it was uh, it was not clear. You know what? I looked at it. I tried to look real quick, but I didn't have time, so I just. You know what? It was on. It was on the Twitterverse. It was a colorful uh, image, so I was like, "It's got to be true." And it, you know, passed the sniff test for me. We are kind of annoying. I, you know, so yeah, I'm buying it. Right. Uh, just a little follow up to the uh, Eagles uh, and Jeff Lurie. Jeff Lurie bought the team for a hundred and ninety-five million dollars. And he got a loan with him and his mom um, for $190 million from the Bank mm. of Boston. Mm. So basically, he took $5 million in capital and has turned it into $4.7 billion. Wow. Good, uh, good for Mr. Lurie. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. So, anyhow. Uh, all right, so... Rick, here's my question for you. My, I got a couple questions for you. Um, yes, sir. Tell me, how will you be uh, partaking in the Eagles' first game of the year? What, what's going to be? Uh, what's for dinner? Where, where are you watching it? Uh, who are you watching it with? Uh, the preseason shorts game? or pants? <laughs> the preseason game or against the uh, Lions? Preseason game. So, where are you going to be? Seven thirty Friday night. Seven thirty Friday night. I will be at my uh, Christie in my new uh, place um, and watching it on my big screen TV. Are you going to have your Philadelphia Eagles helmet on at the time? I will not. I don't do that for preseason games. Oh, good, good idea. <laughs> I might try to put on my helmet that I have from uh, fifth grade. I oh, you should. Helmet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think. Uh, I wonder if Dad still has that old Eagles helmet we had. We have pictures of from like 1979, running around in the back. Oh, right. Remember that right. thing? I do not know. I do not know. Yeah. Uh, the following week, um, it appears that uh, one of my sons, Jack, is going to come up. We're going to go to an Eagle or a Phillies game Saturday night. No. And then watch the Eagles, the Eagles game, the next Eagles game, uh, preseason on game. Sunday. Sunday. Sunday at 1 o'clock. Uh, yeah. Speaking of a train wreck of a um, uh, franchise, your Cleveland Browns. <laughs> right. Exactly. Now, does Deshaun Watson get to play in the preseason game? So, uh, right now, the Browns currently have him listed as starting for the pre- uh, for game one, last I saw. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Browns announced they plan to start Deshaun Watson on Friday. Wow. Yeah, there's a, uh, uh, you know, brave move. I don't know if that's the right word, but. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, oh, hello, Ad. Goodbye, Ad. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to make of that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, so that's how I will be partaking. I will be watching it by myself. I have to be in complete, you know, nobody can bother me. I'll be taking notes. 
Yeah. Fast forward, slow rewind. Yep. Now, will you uh, invite Dad over so he can ask you strange and benign questions? <laughs> where's, where, where's this guy from? <laughs> How many cars do they uh, – what's the capacity of the parking lot at Lincoln Financial this year? <laughs> and and then, then, I, I have I, no clue, I, nor do I care. I love our father. I usually let him go two or three questions, and then I say, you know that thing you have in your hand? It's called Google. Use it. Use it. That phone has access to Google. You can use it. Yep. So, um, yes. Um, no, I think for a preseason game, I, I was actually thinking about that, that I may go over from time to time and watch the games with him. That's yeah. kind of like a father-son thing. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's uh, uh, yeah. And mom sits, mom sits on the couch, and when we get up, when the game's over, she's like, oh, is the game over? Yeah, because she's been asleep for about two hours. <laughs> Fall asleep doing her needlepoint. Yep, yep. Uh, once again, we love her mother. We yeah, just... of course, yeah. <laughs> Rick, what is what is your ideal pregame meal before an Eagles game? Oh, jeez, you have to have a cheesesteak or a hoagie from Wawa. I mean, from Wawa. Okay, so we're going you know, full-blown Wawa. Yeah, I mean, you got to do, like, some type of Philadelphia thing. Like, you can't go and have, like, New England clam chowder, right? <laughs> no, just the opposite, actually. Right, right. You've got to do something. Manhattan clam chowder. You, no you can't have, like, seafood or anything like that. Like, you have to have something Philadelphia. Yep, yep. Right? So. What about you, John? What What's your go-to? Uh... I, I I tend to be a well I don't I'm not surrounded by like that type of food out here so uh, you know no one makes a good cheese steak around here uh, there's some oh, actually there's some there's some there's a, a Jersey Mike's so like a they do their quote unquote chicken Philly which isn't terrible but I wouldn't call it a Philly just a really good chicken sandwich so you know something like that maybe a, a good call. Um, but yeah, you gotta go to kind of go like meaty and hearty, and just you know something where you can really sink your teeth into cheesy. Right. It's got to be cheesy, hearty, some bread in there. Um, yeah, no fish, no soup, no salad. Right. John, Sorry, do you salad. know the guy who owns Jersey Mike's is not named Mike. His name is Pete. Is his last name Mike? Like Pete Mike? No, no. That's. That's weird. Yes, that's. I'd love I... to know where he got a mic from. Why? Why Mike? Who's Mike? Who's Mike? I I do not know. Yeah. Pete Pete Cancro. Yeah, is the owner of Jersey Mike's. Yeah, he must he must have lost a bet and had to name it after someone. That's right. Right. Anyhow. Uh, Rick, if you had to have your choice to go to any away game this year that the Eagles have, which, you know, which away game would you go to? Your choice, choices are Atlanta, Dallas, Carolina, Las Vegas, Detroit, Denver, New York, or Washington, D.C. And why? Um, any, so any, I can go to anyone, right? Anyone, yep. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go to the Lions. Detroit's really not a city to go to. Um, Washington is convenient, but uh, it's like, you know, the, the stadium there is like, I think, one of the worst. Uh, Arizona, uh, the Cardinals might be intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, Houston, I think Houston's a nationally 
um, uh, underrated town. I was there actually a year ago today with uh, my other son, Ted, uh, checking it out. Um, uh, Indianapolis really, you know, not really too thrilled about that game. New York, you know, um, and then, you know, you start getting into, uh, like I do not, would not want to go to the Chicago bears game on yeah, December 18th, Chicago. Yep. right? Like, oh, you know, what? I think I read you the, the 2021 schedule when I just listed everything off. Wow. Did you? Uh, yeah, I did. I totally read the 2021 schedule. So maybe, uh, maybe the Dallas game, but the Dallas game is actually uh, on Christmas Eve. That's, uh, I don't know about that. So yeah, uh, I would say the Texans or the Cardinals. Hmm. Yeah, because you're catching the Cardinals, uh, Arizona, for those who are keeping score. October 9th. So, yeah, it's a good time of the year to go to Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Yeah. 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 Chicago in December. It's it's okay. Um, But, you know, I think Arizona's a good choice. I will will definitely definitely give you um, one of these. (laughs) You know... Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're awfully too kind. Um, It's actually interesting that we play the Cardinals, which is, that's a dome stadium, right? Yep. We play at the Texans, that's a dome. We play at the Colts, that's a dome. Um, We play at the Cowboys, that's a dome. I like that one. I like that one. Um, So, you know, it's kind of like we're making the rounds of the Dome Stadiums this year. Yeah, uh, it's good. It's it's good that we have good, fast receivers and a nice, fast quarterback, too. So that uh, certainly plays to the advantage of um, uh, of our uh, Philadelphia Eagles, you know, talented offense. So we think. Right. That's five games, five of our uh, eight away games. Are in domes. Yep. So, and then towards the end of the season, January first, we play a dome team. We play the Saints in Philadelphia. Yeah, and that's very much to our advantage, and we need to beat them because we have the draft pick. That is correct. That is correct. We have to. Yes, we have to keep an eye on yeah. Saints. The Saints. Year. Well, yeah. This year, last year, for folks who don't know, we had the Wentz tracker because. Um, this past year, the Eagles had the Colts draft pick, um, and it was a first rounder. If, but uh, Wentz played more than seventy percent of the um, uh, the plays, offensive plays, which he did, and they did not make the um, playoffs. So the Eagles got a nice high draft pick, courtesy of uh, uh, Mister Accuracy. Um, yeah, d- in retrospect, that trade turned out about as best as it could. Sure, yeah. For us, right? How we had a crystal ball with that one. You know, Carson Wentz played just enough for us to get the draft pick and then the Colts did not make the playoffs. Yep. And then they and then they traded them. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think they got that much in return, so. No, I, I don't I yeah, I would like I don't know what they had. And what they gave up for him, like a third yeah. under or something like that, or fourth yeah, round? But nothing, nothing like a first. So. Yeah, no. 
Um, uh, the last item I had was, uh, you know, and I'm just realizing this listening to Philly sports talk and all that Jimmy Jazz. I'm starting to miss our little, our good friend Ray Didinger a little. <laughs> the voice of reason. Yes, there, there's not a lot of that out there. You you realize quickly that um, uh, voice of reason and also has a personality and can really is a presence. Yeah, there's right. a lot of guys out there. It's it's either too much presence or too little, and no. or it's hyperbole or it's like. Ugh, terrible take. Right. And I'm with you. I think there's a lot of Philadelphia sports people that overly focus on, like, one thing, and it's like they're trying to make it be an issue. and yeah, uh, manufacture some... Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, which uh, Didiger was kind of like, man, uh, no, no, not really... You know, yeah, yeah. No, he was kind of the voice of reason. Yeah. And the elder statesman of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles journalists. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's very much about uh, the buzz line, the kind of a little bit of hyperbole, a little bit of, you know, the constant need to have a super interesting hot take, you know, (laughs) constantly. Right, it's like not everything needs to be this like awe-inspiring, cutting-edge, like oh, super insightful. Sometimes it's okay, you know. Sometimes it's okay to to rush for three and a half yards, and and you know you don't have to, you know, it doesn't need to be a forty-yard completion every time. And I feel like that's what a lot of um, journalists do these days. They try to kind of convert the big plays on every down, and you know, miss the fundamentals of just good writing and journalism and reporting. Right. Right. Now I'm with you. I'm with you on that. No. Well, that's all I got. Uh, I mean, we... Uh, I, I, I have some other... Uh, oh, some I have some other Philadelphia sports items. I'd oh, like fine. To oh, yeah, let's fire away. Talk yeah. to you about. Yeah. Um, I was reading this past week that our friend Ben Simmons of the 70... Uh, previously the 76ers... I think that's almost warrants a second boo, but we don't have to do that. Yeah, that's five seconds. Uh, Yeah, so the the Citrus traded him to the Nets, and he didn't play, you know, at all for the Nets, and then they were going into an elimination game in the playoffs, and he was in a group chat with the rest of the team, and somebody asked him, hey, Ben, are you going to play in this elimination game? You know what his response was? Oh, Ben, probably the most inappropriate response you could think of in a situation like that. He he deleted himself from the group chat. Oh, yeah. That's one way to endear yourself to your fan base and your exactly. fellow teammates. I am opting out of this group chat. I'm not even going to answer that question. <laughs> oh, my God. So I thought that was classic. Uh, yeah, classic Ben Simmons. Classic I mean, Ben Simmons, yes. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad people are starting to see what, what he really is. Because I think there was a time when that trade went down. Everyone was like, oh, my God, the Eagles are giving up so much. Da, 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 da. That's a terrible trade. 
Uh, he can do so much. He's an amazing defender. He's an amazing defender. He's an amazing defender. The guy's a jackass. <laughs> I mean, I think the, guy, the guy's all about um, like the lifestyle and not at all about I need to make I need to be a better player. Right? Yep. yep. So. Yeah. Um, so, John, watch this. This is going to be a segue. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. You're, you're, right, you're ready for this? So Ben yep. Simmons, when they traded him, he put his house up for sale. And um, a free agent pickup of the Phillies bought his house, Nick Castellanos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Castellanos has been in a prolonged slump. And there is a, a change.org, a petition going around to have Nick Castellanos sell Ben Simmons's house because we're afraid of the Ben Simmons curse. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what's, that's the highlight of the, uh, I, uh, I, I think, uh, for those that know, don't know, he's a right fielder for the, uh, Phillies. Uh, and as we stand, as it stands right now, he is, uh, Oh, for three. So yeah, the, uh, the curse is real. Um, so he's come back a little bit, um, since the petition went out, but he's still in Ben Simmons's house. Yeah. He's currently by batting at two fifty five. So, um, correct. Yeah. Correct. My last, uh, Philadelphia sports note is, um, I was watching uh, on Sunday, the Phillies brought back the 1980s, uh, 1980 uh, World Series team. And um, one of the players who actually came, and I was actually shocked that he came due to his status with Major League Baseball, uh, was Pete Rose. <laughs> and yes, yes, exactly. Um, but I quickly figured out um, why he's not as popular as maybe what he should be is that after the ceremony on the field, he went up into the booth and joined the broadcasters and um, he was somewhat liberal with, (laughs) with his language and what he was saying. Um, That sounds like good TV to me. Right. Well, he walks in, and uh, the one broadcaster says, oh, do you know John Kruk? And he says, oh, yeah. Now, John Kruk is one of the broadcasters, and John Kruk a couple of years ago went through uh, testicular cancer and had one of his, um, how do we say this? A bit of a removal situation. He had a, a bit of a removal situation, and Pete Rose walks uh, and says to the broadcaster, oh, yes, I knew John when he had two balls. <laughs> So, oh boy! For that, those that don't know, John Kruk is a former Philadelphia Philly. Too. Is a former Philadelphia, yes. Um, so that's how the interview started off, and then uh, only get better. Yes, exactly. And then uh, Pete Rose went about telling jokes that weren't funny and dropping curse words. And um, I, after that whole thing, I was like, um, "Yeah, I can understand. Like he's kind of a, he's kind of a jerk." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's... So I can see where he has not been contrite and or, in order to get back into the good graces of uh, baseball. So that yeah. was an uh, interesting Philadelphia sports note. Yeah, yeah. So those are my three items. Three, because why? Why three, John? 
Because that's a field goal. That's a field goal. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. No, thank my, you. Yes. No, my brother. Well, yes. Very good job, John. Very good job. No, Very good job. Yep. Appreciate it. So that's all I got, John. All right. Well, I, I'm I'm on, I'm on empty now. But uh, you know, the exciting part is, Rick. Next week we will have a game to discuss. Oh. No yes. more. Uh, uh, Ballyhoo or Tally Ho or what is what does Dad say? No more. Um, no more yeah, dilly dallying. Dilly, yeah, no more dilly dallying. We got game tape and some action to talk about. I will. I and will bring out the oh, legal pad of all my notes. Yeah, and, play, yeah. Yes. Do our best, Ray Dittinger. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because yep. someone has to. Someone has to. Someone's got to pick up the ball. <laughs> yep. All right, well, yeah, next week we will be, uh, be here Wednesday evening, 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern, um, to discuss everything Eagles, uh, Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Um, until then, fly, Eagles, fly? Yeah, fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. See you next week. Go, Birds. <laughs>